2: That's right. We are entering another dimension in the Scott Adams show. Is that right? Is that how it said? Yeah, that was the promo that we got. (laughs) So I'm joined by Leonora Kravota. And Leonora, I just want to say Happy Thanksgiving to you.
3: Happy Thanksgiving. It's great to be with everybody.
2: uh, Having a great uh, Thanksgiving break. Yeah. We all need a break, don't we? We
3: all need a break and we all need to be grateful.
2: Gratitude. Yeah, that's what the name of the game is, right? Right. Yeah. You know, um, gratitude is uh, uh, definitely uh, paramount for me. I I had uh, a year ago today, I was in a hospital bed, uh, but the bed was at home. Right. And I was in a walker, and I was learning how to walk again because of the paralysis and the spine surgery. And I got to tell you man it's uh I've come a long way since then. You certainly
3: have <laughs> and now, now now you're walking and that's it's something to be grateful for yeah, every day. walking
2: and um and, and the thing is is that it was a long journey and yep, but it, you know when I think about it a year ago I had one of those uh uh medical beds in my home, a walker. I also had a pick line in my arm. Yeah. I had nurses coming out three times a week. Yeah, I had physical therapists teach me how to walk again. Yeah. All last year at this time.
3: Exactly. It's <laughs> amazing what changes can happen in yeah. a year. And, yeah. and you know, and it's, uh, you know, due to the grace of God that you are walking now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Um, so a lot to be grateful for. Uh, you know, I... I Talking about gratitude though everybody knows I'm a big wrestling fan, right, mm-hmm. and so Cale Sanderson is the head coach uh, for Penn State, and they're you know a great wrestling team and One thing he said to me that uh really resonated with me mm-hmm. on the word on the term of gratitude, which he preaches and instills in all of his student athletes and this message it, to me was so profound, and what he said was He said, you know, because you get athletes, they step out on the mat and they get really upset if they lose Mm -hmm. and they throw their headgear or, you know, um, they act, uh, they they might start crying or they're, they're so upset about losing. And what, what, uh, Kale said, uh, that resonated with me is he said you should be grateful, win or lose, mm-hmm. for the opportunity because how many thousands of other student-athletes, mm-hmm. other wrestlers, would love to put on a Penn yeah. State singlet yeah. and run out into Rec Hall, Recre- Rec Hall and State College, PA, and run out on the mat and literally compete in front of you know tens of thousands of people, um, in front of all these people, Win or lose. That's yeah. an experience of a lifetime. Very true. And and uh, you can make that claim also with being born in the United States. I'd rather be born in the United States than I would in the Congo. Yeah. Uh, where they're, they have slave trade and you're living in a, a, a hut or a shack. True. Um, you know, there's different levels. So, you know, when I was learning how to walk again, uh, I think I had a second where I said, "Why me? Why did this have to? Why did this spine problem happen to me?" And at at some point, um, then when I started to be able to walk, um, you know, it was one of those things where you say, "Well, there's a, there's a guy at the gym that we know that, yeah. that I've made friends with that I would have never made friends with." if I didn't have this experience on my own of paralysis or whatever it is, right? So, you know, I uh, I was going to say that um, in that case, you know, you got to say, well, be grateful for the things that you do have. Exactly. And uh, so, you know, we may not be happy with Biden right now, um, but we are grateful for the fact that we live in the best country in the world with an opportunity to make it great again, and I really think that that's the uh, message. And, and and you know, the opportunity—the word "opportunity" is also part of part and parcel of that gr- gratitude, uh, in the sense that um, I think that we need to work every single day. At the end of um, Saving Private Ryan, mm-hmm. there's that scene. Where all these people died trying to get Private Ryan yeah. out of theater, yeah. out of the war, yeah. uh, because he had already lost three brothers, and they were going to, they were not going to lose Private Ryan. So a lot of uh, soldiers lost their lives trying to go and uh, and save this one soul. And so Private Ryan, uh, played by Matt Damon, uh, grows up and he's an older man now, and he's standing over the grave of one of the soldiers that gave his life. To pull him out, mm-hmm. and he said, "Have I earned it?" And you know, the idea there is that uh, we we should be grateful for the things we have, and that we should live every day earning it, earning yeah. earning what what has what oppor- the opportunities that have been afforded to us, and not only that, but where you're in str- struggle and strife, uh, there is a way out of the problems that we might be in. And there's a way out. And you know what? oftentimes uh, we turn to faith for that. yeah And we have the power of faith. not only do we have the power of faith, um it is, a, it is our our, uh, our own personal relationship that can can heal those wounds in your soul yeah if you're struggling
3: well i'm um, actually working on a review of a book um right now it'll probably be out in a week or so uh it's by harris faulkner it's called faith still moves mountains miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer and you know the stories that she talks about are a lot of times people that say why me why did this happen to me And, you know, and how faith got them through and experience and transform them so that they could go on to their greater good. I mean, there is lessons in tragedy. There are lessons in tragedy. There are reasons why things happen, even though it sounds like there was no reason, you know, when something bad happens to somebody. But then later on, there is a purpose if you if you look for it you find you find a purpose and you find something that you can take away that you can help yourself or help others and that's you know and that's why we need faith and and we need gratitude and we because we don't understand everything that happens and we need a community and that's so important and one of the things that helped you in your recovery was you had a community
2: yeah but uh, and and a lot of people out there who may be you know, experiencing sticker shock, whether it's uh, price at the, of gas at the pump or uh, I know that I was doing some shopping uh, for Thanksgiving. And I just can't get over the prices. It
3: prices uh, are are up for Thanksgiving. It's crushing. Twenty percent hike over last year in the aggregate for what it costs to put together a turkey, stuffing, cranberry well, it, sauce, pumpkin pie, the whole shebang, and it's become very expensive. And you know, and there's a couple things that are happening. One is the costs that the uh, the farmers have are high. There's also supply chain shortages. Etc. So there's a lot. Of, so people are really feeling sticker shock for a number of reasons.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, in, when people say twenty percent, it it seems worse. Well,
3: twenty I mean, percent. You have to remember, twenty percent is actually a huge number. It. does yeah, I mean, but, depending on what it is.
2: But I mean, you know, I I think uh, you know. I was doing Instacart and I, I think I spent about $250 and I'm like, I can barely make like a breakfast with this. And then <laughs> you know? they
3: kept refunding everything you were buying. <laughs> oh, that was another story. The, no, the, supply, but, chain but the supply chain issues are, are also a problem. But, but that also drives up the price. So so you're, so you're getting the whammy in multiple ways. You're getting it because of the economy and inflation and you're also getting it because of well, shortages.
2: Well, you, you know, in one sense uh, – we're going in the direction of where russia used to be. Yeah. Um the bread
3: lines. Yeah, That's bread just where where we want to be.
2: But you know what, uh for people that are struggling financially, um you know, there are uh you I think it's 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 uh it's important that we figure out solutions to problems. And and uh we have big problems here in our country and we're figuring out every day we're figuring out solutions to these problems that's what we do on this show actually yeah but you know and we're peeling the onion and we're talking about it and i really think that that's important and you know one of the things that um you could do there's always uh, there there's a lot of help wanted out there uh for people to get out there and uh, work at Walmart or work um, in department department stores um, <clears throat> to get a job. Uh, They're seasonal jobs right Not now. Not only that, but the gig economy stuff. You know, say what you will about it, but, you know, Lyft and Uber and all these things, you can totally empower yourself. And if you don't have a car, then you can get a job waiting tables. And if you can't wait tables, you can get a job in a department store. There's, you know, and and there's a lot of online opportunities where you can work remotely and work from home. There are jobs
3: for people who want them. There are no shortages of jobs right now. So
2: if financial burden is one of your uh, big problems, and that generally is one of the consistent consistently one of the biggest problems especially during the holidays there are ways out of it but sometimes we allow these demons and we allow these depressions and uh, to suppress so depression depressed to suppress right yeah and and uh, but there is hope and there's a way out and and again um oftentimes that way out starts with prayer Yeah, it does. uh, It does, and starts with community, and you know, going to church. Yeah, going to uh, church is 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 important. Is 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 a or or or
3: or synagogue or whatever your religion is.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so we're gonna. um, That's our Thanksgiving piece. Uh, We're because we're not we're radio. We're not afloat.
3: We're not a flood. Well, you know what I do. I do. I do love the Thanksgiving parade. It's it's a tradition, you know, and that. And I do. And by the Thanksgiving parade, I'm referring to the granddaddy of them all, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, uh, which uh, you know I've been watching since I was little. So I and I used to when I lived in New York, I used to go out and stand outside and watch it.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, Candace Owens tweeted this out. She said, "No matter how many times the Democrats say it, Donald Trump never once." Use language to incite violence. That's very true. He was banned from social media because the support he has around the world is a threat to their establishment. Say the truth as loud and as often as they say the lie. Yeah. I agree. I agree with I agree that with too. Candace on that one. <clears throat> uh, here's a couple of other uh, tweets and thoughts that I thought were kind of important. If you're a conservative, you should vote early in person in Georgia. Don't trust the election day madness. Learn from Maricopa and vote early and securely. All right? Yeah. Okay, is everybody going to do that in Georgia? Vote early and no, I'm not gonna say vote often.
3: <laughs> don't, don't, say, no. don't say vote. I'm not gonna say
2: it. But you know, that might be the way we have to do it. Well in um, well in Georgia
3: know. actually um some of the liberals found a way to rewrite the voter legislation so that they could they could uh do mail they could do um write in uh, mail in well, voting on the um <laughs> the Saturday um following Thanksgiving yeah. where it's actually technically against policy.
2: Yeah. All right. We don't hear much about Democrats and leftists being let back on Twitter. Why? Hmm. Because they were never kicked off of the f- <laughs> Twitter in the first place. That's why their lies and misinformation simply escape all scrutiny. Censorship has been deployed as a one-way operation against conservatives. Yeah. And guess who confirmed that? Who? Elon Musk. Yeah. Yeah. Elon Musk also went to a closet and he found hashtag stay woke t shirts. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> think about this now, Leonor. Yeah. Could you imagine putting on a t shirt that says stay woke? Well, first of all, it think is,
3: about what it is woke is means. Ju- what it, is, is that? it is just bad <clears throat> grammar. I mean, seriously, it is it it is it's a terrible expression to begin with because it bastardizes um, it bastardizes the language. It also bastardizes the concept of what it means to be awake and aware because. The concept of being awake and aware is about the real truth that's before you. It's about the people that are suffering that you're overlooking. That's what being awake is about. It's got nothing to do with uh, what bathroom you use or uh, or teaching uh, radical history in the schools. The term being awake and is completely ruined by these people. You know, you wake up, you wake up or you arise, you awake, you sing, you thank God, you see the people who are next to you, you help your neighbor. That's part of what being awake and alert is about. It is not about teaching critical race theory. It is not about, uh, you know, uh, children having sex education. It's not about transitioning two-year-olds. That's a bunch of nonsense and malarkey. dangerous pro- dan- malarkey and dangerous that word propaganda has been
2: ruined. <laughs> malarkey
3: I, li- I like the sound yeah, of it.
2: it's joe biden's word right <laughs> that and build back better is the globalist mantra yeah yeah um the supreme court is making trump turn over his tax records to the house democrats hmm. mm. that seems a little odd that's like the first time in history yeah so you know it goes both ways, though, because as soon as Trump turns over his, guess what? What? Joe Biden's going to have to turn over his. Yes. And it's going to be pretty hard to explain all the money laundering. Uh, there's going to be a lot of problems with Biden's tax records because there's going to be so much money that's, that can be found that uh, is, has not been declared. That's what I believe. So yeah. be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. Um but we don't hear too much about Democrats uh being, you know, let back on these social media platforms. That should tell you everything you want to know right there. Yeah. So there is no such thing as family-friendly drag queen shows. Is that true <laughs> or false? I,
3: I think I think it is true. There is no such thing as family-friendly drag queen shows. I mean, uh, no, and let me let me make a comment and a distinction. I think children should be raised to believe that they shouldn't be prejudiced against anybody, but uh, but in the same token, there is absolutely no reason to take a child to a drag queen show and some of the images that we have seen oh, on social gosh. media. They're horrible. With, with horrible. It's scary. I i mean, it's frightening. Uh, you know, I. this is a distortion of uh, what life is like. It is not normal. It is, but, but again, people distort what um, those observations are when you say it's not normal. It doesn't mean that little children should be uh, prejudiced against drag queens. It just means that little children and drag queens aren't supposed to be in the same room. It and just you know doesn't what? make any sense.
2: You're, you're allowed to be prejudiced. prejudice, um, prejudice, prejudice uh, by definition is not such a negative word as we know it to be, right? right. Um, you could, you could be like, hey, I'm just not into, you know, um, men. Uh, dressing up like girls right And also, you know? also I mean in an, a tutu
3: and also an important distinction here is when you're a little child you you haven't had the experiences that an adolescent or an adult has had where you can put situations into context so that's the problem you know Tucker
2: Carlson you know is out there talking about this new brand as uh, high-end brand I forget the name of the brand it begins with a b But um,
3: Balenciaga.
2: Okay, never heard. No, no, Balenciaga.
3: I know what you're talking about. And you
2: get kids uh, holding teddy bears that are dressed up in some S and M thing. Yeah, the
3: teddy bear is in bondage uh, in a bondage outfit. And
2: and the thing is, is that the uh, gay community, uh, there's the gays against uh, um, gays against um, groomers. Uh, That's the name of the group. Yeah. He had them on, and uh, you know this woman. uh, Oh, she's very very articulate. Very courageous. and, and, you know, the thing is, is that what's going on, you know, with the uh, uh, Club Q out in Colorado, that shooting out in Colorado, mm-hmm. and some other things that are happening. You're seeing these shootings uh, become exploited again. There's another shooting that was in Chesapeake um, at a Walmart. Um, but you're also seeing these reports of these like there was a picture of this guy sh- throwing a brick mm-hmm. into a gay uh, establishment mm-hmm. in New York City. Now, look, I lived in New York in the nineties, mm-hmm. and I lived in Chelsea, right. and there was there was no homophobia going on there in the nineties, in the millennial. Yeah, yeah. I mean, give me a break, right? So it was the way this guy was holding the brick and throwing the brick that cued me in a little bit. No pun intended. Cue me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, we got it. But I uh, was looking at the way he threw it, and I'm like, he's throwing it like a girl. Yeah. Like, like, and so I, thought, I was thinking to myself, that looks like more like a Jesse Smollett operation. You know, like a uh, a fake, a fake, a hoax. So what they're doing is they could be smashing their own windows, and then saying that they're a victim of hate yeah. because they're exploiting the heck out of. You know, they're exploiting the heck out of uh, this Colorado shooting. It turns out that the shooter was non-binary. <laughs> and,
3: and by the way, the shooter um, supposedly wanted to murder his own mother. Okay. I mean, that's... Yeah, I but, mean, but, there but were, he's also
2: non-binary. Yeah. He's not even straight Yeah, or whatever.
3: Right. So he's not... He, so he doesn't have those... That that type of hate in his heart or whatever, this is somebody who wanted to murder his mother, okay? It that's come out about in twenty twenty one. Yeah. So, so this is you know, this is where they're creating these um narratives that are just completely false.
2: Yeah. So it says here, imagine if Elon Musk were actually the right wing boogeyman bogeyman, these spoiled left journos pretend he is. And he decided to turn the tables and ban all left-wing fake news from Twitter. There'd be nothing left for them to publish, (laughs) right? Um, It's it's true. You know, he's not all he's advocating for is allowing people from the other view to speak,
3: right? But we've
2: gotten so far down that rabbit hole that free speech and fair and balanced speech. Is now considered to be unfair. It's almost, you can make the argument, almost part of the reasoning why it is that debates have sort of been banned. I mean, in the midterms, none of the Democrats even wanted to engage in a conversation or have a debate with their opponents. And in every single case where there was a debate, the liberal and the Democrat uh, lost. Right. They, got, they had their lunch eaten well, because and, they're steel-sharpened they're, they're steel, sharp and, steel yeah. and they weren't equipped for battle. Well,
3: and the thing that you need to—we you know, go back in history, and you used to be able to watch a, you know, a Sunday talk show and see the Republican and the Democrat having a, a robust debate, and then they'd go off and have lunch together. You know, people weren't ready to kill each other. But now what you're seeing is if you <clears> want—like <throat> Dave Chappelle wants to make a joke— He's censored. He can't tell a joke. Uh, Cameron, um And Candace, he's, a,
2: he's a self-subscribed liberal. He's a, he's
3: a liberal, but he wants to make fun of everybody. Candace Cameron Bure, who uh, was on Full House as a child, and she's made a, a career for herself, be, you know, being in like uh, you know ho- holiday-type movies, uh, Christian movies. She's a Christian. And she was on Hallmark, and then last year she got involved with a new network, Great American Family. And the reason why she left Hallmark was... It was woke. So she did an interview a few days ago with the Wall Street Journal where um, they asked her about uh, would Great American Family Network do holiday uh, romance stories where they featured same-sex couples, same-sex romance stories. And Candace said, no, we're going to basically do traditional uh, stories, traditional family, and she got beat up about this. I mean, people that she's known her whole life were attacking her, people were because she spoke up for being traditional. She and she's that- not saying she's uh, anti, she's homophobic. She's just saying, uh, those are not the stories I want to tell. Well,
2: you I know what that underscores to me, what that says, that tells me that they are sitting around at a board table. Yeah. Uh, figuring out what percentage of shows are going to, or what percentage of the shows' talent is going to be homosexual, who's going to be black, like like uh, Joe Biden said, <clears throat> um, something about uh, you know, you can't turn on a commercial anymore with you know, with, and he was like, you know, talking about it as a good thing. See, I don't think any kind of social engineering is really appropriate. I I think that people ought to stay out. Now, there has been a lot of discrimination in all kinds of different ways in Hollywood. It's usually originated from the, the left, yeah. the liberal uh, community. They were the
3: ones doing it.
2: That have been the most discriminating, and now all of a sudden, they're discriminating the other way. It, 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 so it's almost like, you know, uh, if the person's talking, they're lying, right? Yeah. Well, it's almost like if they're um, weighing in on this, they're discriminating. They, they can't help themselves. They are... and discrimination is related to segregation it is it's 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 anytime you take a look at groups based on physical characteristics whether it's gender or color or any of those things it's uh it's absolutely um uh discriminating when you do that and so the beauty of tucker carlson for example is he's basically saying let's just take the, you know, so it was a take color or gender off the thing. You know, um, I remember when Obama said he wanted to ban the box on the government application. And I said, oh, that's great. Yeah, I agree with that. Right. Ban the box. And then I found out he wasn't talking about the skin color box. He wasn't talking about the box on race uh, and quotas and affirmative action. He was talking about whether you're a felon or not. Yes. Well that's the wrong box.
3: that's the wrong box to ban. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and,
2: and, and you know, let's, or or the box whether you're a citizen or not. Uh, we need to know whether you're a citizen and we need to know whether you're a felon.
3: And and again let's But we
2: don't need to know what your skin color is.
3: But but on the other hand, we do want to acknowledge that we believe in prison reform if it's done the right way. Where did
2: that come from? Prison reform. Well
3: well prison reform. Are you associating
2: uh, prison reform with A certain skin color. Well,
3: no, no, no. I was no. You just said ban the box on whether somebody had been a felon. I think people do deserve a second chance. It just needs to be managed properly, and that doesn't mean release a release hardened criminals. And the same more
2: information about whether you're a felon or not uh, could help statistically improve the way we actually work with felons.
3: It does. And yeah. and also that also goes back to the whole issue of what we were talking about when we opened the show and Christianity. I mean, a lot of uh, there are many felons that find God while in prison and they turn their lives around. It happens. So there I mean, so there are good stories. But then there are also people that get released and go off and commit the same terrible crimes over and over again. So, you know, we have well, to just understand who the individual is and and look at the risks that we're taking.
2: Yeah. And so we're going to play a couple of clips. And I have some things to say about this, because what we're seeing is this exploitation of this uh, Colorado shooting. And it's turning out to, to be another ruse, like a mm-hmm. Jussie Smollett. Well, yeah. it wasn't a Jussie Smollett, but the person, the perpetrator should have never had a gun. They had yeah. red flag laws, which I did totally oppose. Yeah. Um, it's unconstitutional. Um, and that didn't work anyway, because the prosecutors didn't do their job in Colorado. Yeah. And the person that pulled the trigger is non-binary. So yeah. I mean it's it's this story is unraveling, but you still have these um numbnuts um basically um exploiting this for all it's worth. So I'm gonna play a couple of these clips because I have a couple of comments uh related to this. And uh and here's here's the two clips. So this is this woman, um, Brandy Zadrozny, and let's let's just take a listen, because I'm going to have some comments. They're trying to basically make themselves out to be a race mm-hmm. or ethnic group. Yeah. And see, the problem is, it's never been about homophobia. It's, it's been about them being uh, politically charged to the point where they're calling every normal American racist um, and discriminating. And phobic. And that's not at all the truth in America. America is not a racist nation. And we're not phobic about uh, almost anything. Mm -hmm. Um, We are one of the most open countries. And yet the people that are the power elite that have the platform who are not getting censored, who are not getting banned on social media, they uh, are proudly sitting there on these corporate paid um media um talking about all their grievances and yet they're the people that are making all the money they're the people that are in Mm -hmm. charge and they're the people that have the power of hollywood and uh the globalist uh uh deep pockets Mm -hmm. um but let's take a listen
4: Brandy, explain that when you hear that, your reaction to it, and then kind of walk us through how, how rhetoric online, rhetoric from politicians can ultimately
5: trickle down into real life and seeing examples of what happened over the weekend.
4: Yeah, the response is heartbreaking. I mean, it's a group of marginalized, vulnerable people who are um, disproportionately The victims of these sort of hate crimes who are just simply saying, please stop, Mm. please stop making money and gaining political power on our backs and uh, on violence against us. And seemingly the answer from everybody is no, we won't stop that because it's too politically expedient or it makes us too much money and we don't want to or we don't know how. Um, I've been following this since about March and April. We follow, you know, online hate trends, I guess. And since April and March, really the LGBT community has been the main focus of this hatred. It starts, there is a pipeline. It starts from some smaller accounts online, like libs of TikTok. It moves to the right-wing blogosphere, and then it ends up on Tucker Carlson, or it ends up out of a right-wing politician's mouth. And it... It's a really dangerous cycle that that does have real world consequences.
2: So again, libs of TikTok to yeah. Tucker, to yeah. v- and it's it's and the word is used. It's hate. Yeah. No, what we hate is I hate to see a yeah. as early young as two years old. They're saying as young as two years old can, uh, and they're using the word gender uh, transition. No, we were one of the first shows. I I would say. Where we use the correct term, which was genital genital
3: mutilation
2: mutilization. mutilation mutilation mutil, mutilation genital mutilation, and that's exactly what it is. It's and it's horrible. It's unbelievable that we are allowing this to happen as a society. And again. Um, all of these things we I said yesterday on the show, where's Fauci? I haven't seen him in well, he made his appearance after the show yeah. yesterday. And um and sure enough, there he is. And he's basically saying the unvaccinated are gonna have the biggest problem. Like, yeah. it's like what chapter are you on, dude? You know, this is incredible. Um I love what Kurt Schilling said. Uh Kurt Schilling he said this. He said Oh, you're going to love this. Okay. Yeah. This is a great one. <clears throat> to be clear, not getting vaccinated means you are 100% guaranteed not to die from vaccine side effects and 99.8% protected from COVID. Yeah. Because 99.8% is. <laughs> you know <laughs> nor, without the vaccine that's that's your risk that's funny right i love it so i'm going to say it one more time i thought it was brilliant the way he wrote it to be clear not getting vaccinated means you are 100 percent guaranteed not to die from a vaccine side effects and 99.8 percent protected from covid watch liberals pull their hair out denying this somehow and labeling it misinformation liberals are on their 12th booster by the way and and then the, uh, that was on facebook and they put up uh, things as vaccines go through many tests for safety and effectiveness and are the monitored and are monitored closely so you know they're fact checking it um yeah it's, it's it's absurd all right so i have one more clip that i want to um play i said this to the woman that just spoke I said, Brandy Zadrozny endorses sexual perversion, then attempts to make gay people victims of discrimination as if their sexual preference is somehow a race or gender. It's not. The LGBTQ community has weaponized and profited from their personal choice as a power play for liberal causes. And then here's this other guy. And I said, this dude wears his sexual perversion on his sleeve, then cries victim of discrimination as if his sexual pref- preference is somehow race or gender. And um, it's all about gaining power. Mm-hmm. And it's all about and if they want to step into like like uh, Elon Musk said, Elon Musk said, if you want to step in, um, don't cry about uh, Don't don't tell it be a tattletale on Twitter. If you step on Twitter, you're stepping into the arena. If you step into the arena, be prepared to put up your dukes and fight like a man, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, I just said fight like a man. Well, you know, women are great fighters too in uh, UFC. But um and in wrestling. But um in any case, no. It's like don't don't be a coward and don't be a baby if you're going to get on Twitter and put up your dukes yeah. and and fight and debate. So it's an arena, and it's uh, it. It doesn't have to be. You don't have to wear kid gloves. So this is a big boy game of politics, and it's rough and tumble. Yeah, and uh, yet this little baby here. Um,
1: happening for the last few years, like right wing grifters, including politicians like Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott, they've been spewing this vile hateful rhetoric about LGBTQ people. They've been trafficking in some of the oldest, darkest tropes against our community. They've been accusing us of posing a threat to children simply because we exist on planet Earth. And we warned them that inevitably this would result in violence, but they just couldn't Help themselves. They couldn't help themselves from crafting one more fundraising email or hitting send on one more grotesque tweet. They couldn't help themselves as the temperature around the country continued to rise as young people told us that life was getting less and less safe for them. They couldn't help themselves as armed protesters started showing up. At drag shows across the country or when white supremacists were being arrested outside of pride festivals, they couldn't help themselves when children's hospitals in Boston and other cities were getting bomb threats, having to install airport security terminals to keep people safe. They couldn't help themselves when a donut shop was firebombed for daring to advertise a drag show. And now five people went to a space that was supposed to be safe for them, a space like the one I knew well at Pulse nightclub, and they came out in body bags. Dozens of people were injured, scars they're going to carry forever. An entire community was terrorized. They paid the price for this short-sighted, cynical, and sinister hate that these people have been pumping into the ecosystem. I am angry because I am tired Of asking, of begging, of screaming and scratching and clawing for people to just see us as human. See us as your family members, your neighbors, your friends. Please, I am begging you to treat us with a basic level of decency and respect. I'm angry because we deserve to live. Those people deserve to live, Joy.
2: All right. Yeah. No problem. They deserve to live. Yeah. Don't have a problem with you being um, gay. Right. Uh, but that's not what you're asking for. Right. You're asking for a whole lot more. You're asking for uh, for citizens of the United States to flip the whole constitution, uh, the whole um, uh, institution of marriage right. on its face. Right. Number one, and number two, you're looking. You're, you're, you're telling everybody that they're hateful, that they're uh, racist, and that they're phobic when none of that is true sort of like saying that you know black crime is attributed to uh police brutality uh and profiling and discrimination when Mm -hmm. really we know it's about single parent homes right right? and we know that that single parent homes struggles more financially we know that crime is driven by economic strife and we we also know that uh uh, children need mentors, right. parents, absolutely two parents. So, you know, they're they're twisting this in all kinds of different ways. And when he brings up Boston and the Chop, which is the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, right? Yeah. Uh, well, they're sexually, they're they're gender mutilating. I mean, they are cutting off the breasts of 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 little kids. This is uh, it's women, disgusting. And, girls, you know, I mean. and you know
3: how many people travel to go to CHOP because it's supposed to be one of the greatest hospitals in the in the United States. Uh,
2: but there should be a law against it. It should be banned. These these puberty blockers um, have had profound negative effects on people. It's it's absolutely absurd. Um, and then and then to find out that the shooter himself was this non- binary dude is just uh you know sort of like you know i'm not surprised um uh, i was looking forward actually the the uh, story that i was uh going to report on but it's like um and then and then they're they're doing these um like i said the brick throwing right yeah it's it's all a part of it uh, but i did read the report where the guy was uh where the, where the guy was um, non-binary? I was trying to find that report, but uh,
3: do you I know? T- to your point, at CHOP, they have on their website a, um, a whole section dedicated to uh, gender and sexual sexuality <clears throat> development. So your child's first appointment at the gender and sexuality development clinic. Like they're telling people you come for ninety minutes, we have a conversation with you, blah 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 to do the intake i mean this the fact that this is out there and that this is something that is available to people is frightening i i can't I can't even come up with the words to describe how horrified I am by this
2: yeah, well here's dr. fauci now this is going to sound like. Two Christmases ago, or two, two Thanksgivings ago. <laughs> two Thanksgivings right? ago. Well, it
3: feels that long.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, well, it was supposed to be 15 days. Yeah, so much for the was,
3: 15 days.
2: Here, here he is yesterday. Uh, well, I'm going to say uh, here he is, uh, you know, uh, this, this week. When vaccinated and unboosted versus vaccinated plus boosted. That doesn't mean you shouldn't get boosted, but the real danger isn't the people who have not been vaccinated. So that's where we expect if we're going to see a problem this winter, it's going to be vaccinated. What a liar. <laughs> it's just, he, <laughs> I, I just don't understand how people believe this stuff, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get that. Why people keep going back to that? Well, um, here, I wanted to play this Candace Owens thing. She says the enemy The enemies for the American people are not in Ukraine or Russia. They're sitting in Congress. Now, I played this yesterday. I'm going to play it again today. Let's take a listen. This is what we need. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, you know, he's been talking about the border and things like that. He's, you know, trying to become Speaker of the House again. He doesn't necessarily have the votes right now. Um, But uh, um, it'll be interesting to see what kind of investigations the House comes out with. But let's take a listen to Candace Owens.
5: There's no accountability. I mean, I don't understand. Yes. If I can log into my bank account and see every dollar I spent, why can't the American <clears throat> taxpayer log into a government bank account and see every single dollar that they spent? <laughs> we have. Everybody yeah,
2: wants. We transparency. have the
5: technological means for that. Yes. Know? That would completely change the way so many people voted, it completely yes. change their perspectives about all of these policies when you see how easy our, our government is just able to money launder. This is yep. what we're talking about. Yep. We talk about this never-ending war hawks who keep wanting to go to war because there's no accountability. They just say, we're doing war in Ukraine. We're doing war in Afghanistan. We're doing war in Syria. So you have to go, oh, billions of dollars have been taken away. It's out of your pocket. The American people you need to understand, this is just a money laundering operation. I mean, 10 years of a war in Afghanistan for us to leave? We couldn't even take back the billions of dollars worth of weapons that and we just left them on the soil, on the soil for the Taliban to take over? I mean, every single American should be outraged, and that's why I say that we have to remain focused and understand The enemies for us, for the American people, are not in Ukraine or Russia. They are right sitting down in Congress on Capitol Hill. Those are the enemies of the American people.
2: And they just, uh, to that point, they just sent four and a half billion more dollars yesterday to Ukraine. And Rishi Sunak uh, took 50 uh, million pounds of Mm the UK's money and gave it to Ukraine and Every time you look around, you see uh, Zelensky, you know, in front of a camera, mm-hmm. whether it's a green screen or meeting with some heads of state. And it's like, I've never seen a, a, a war fought like this. Yeah. And, you know, obviously we, we talk about FTX and you made a good point about where's uh, SBF, Sam Bankman Freed. And you said. Basically, he hasn't committed a crime well, yet. Well,
3: he, yeah, he's in the Bahamas. Because they haven't
2: figured it they out. They haven't
3: formally charged him with a crime yet. So that's why he's not here yet. Because you asked, you said, well, where's the perk walk? Yeah. And he hasn't done it because they, they, they haven't charged him with anything.
2: Right. So. So, but FTX was a laundering scheme. Every time somebody said, help Ukraine, donate to Ukraine, that donation went to the, the Ukrainian National Bank, which partnered with FTX. FTX got rich from it and then doled out the money. uh, And depending on where the monies were coming from, those monies went directly to the candidates from the countries where the money came from. So like Justin Trudeau received donations from uh, an FTX related donation and uh, so did Rishi Sunak and so did a German chancellor, Schultz, and so did every single of oh, P- Poland's leader, Duda. He's supposed to be a conservative. And yet, um, you know, he is one of the world's, you know, uh, biggest butt kissers when it comes to Klaus Schwab. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so all of these people are built from the same cloth. Here's a poll. A poll reveals conservatives blame GOP uh, leadership, not Donald Trump, for midterm disappointment. That's a new poll that came out Mm -hmm. overwhelmingly in favor of Trump. Uh, Everybody knows that the lackluster performance from the GOP Mm -hmm. was that they allowed themselves to be outplayed. They misappropriated funds. Uh, they took $9 million away from Blake Masters and gave it to Lisa Murkowski, who was going against a MAGA Republican. That was a waste of money. That was money. a total waste of money. Um, and, uh, you know, and so these things need to stop. Uh, here's another one that's uh, going to really get you. Biden agrees to pay climate reparations and China could profit. Supplementing development d- developing nations from mining R&D ultimately benefit Biden investments with cobalt mining company Freeport-McMoRan and Chinese-based battery manufacturer MRX. Yeah. That's what's going on folks is this whole thing about climate and green is 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 allowing the Biden crime family to profit in a huge way. Right. Because they took their money and they inv- uh, they took Chinese money and gave it to Freeport McMoran, an Arizona-based mining company, who was granted permission to uh, mine in uh, mine in uh, uh, the Congo, and and then they also got the back end where Emerex was manufacturing batteries. But we got John from Chicago on Wonderful. the uh, line. John, Hi, John. Welcome to Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, guys. Uh-
0: Happy Thanksgiving to you too. The roads are very clear on the way to work because everyone's off except except me, seemingly. <laughs> that being said, that being said, um, uh, you know what I heard, I think that was uh, uh, was that Candace Owens a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 missed, I missed the name, but you know everything she said was right on. It, it, you think about the spending we've engaged in militarily. Iraq, I'm sorry, Afghanistan and Iraq, I don't know what the total was. I know it's in the trillions, and that doesn't count the long-term health care that you give to these guys. I see some of these guys as patients. And there's so many things where some of our legitimate injuries they get from the VA. Others are very questionable. There's a lot of costs that go along. That is this they're called um, well, sort of like partial disabilities you come out of the military. There's little, there's little costs, nickel and dime. Then there's the big cost of you know guys who are severely damaged from uh, their military service. And we pay that on an ongoing basis the rest of your life. That's not even counted. And those are relatively small compared to what we spent. But we spent so much money on all these things. Like, there's so many things that the VA spends, you know, going, uh, every, when a guy leaves service. Then you have the money we spent on the service. Then you have, you know, the money we spent on Iraq. You have what we're, we're giving to Ukraine. What we, we did the other, you know, other <laughs> operations, Somalia. 867 faces around the world. I mean, this is just, I mean, when you look at that, not even getting into Social Security and Medicare and all that, it's a dire situation. We have to tighten our belts all around. It's just so frustrating from just a fiscal perspective. And now he's talking about climate bill reparations. Nobody has any break financially. I think that's kind of obvious to us all now, but I just, that's just one thing. And I think she's, she's saying it very well. And, I, and you're saying it, you've said it, I've said it. And it's, it's also causing global,
2: global inflation because we're just printing up the money. You know, like uh, Georgia Maloney, uh, you know, exposed what's going on with the gold mines in the Congo and uh, where they're giving them worthless francs, uh, these uh, co- uh, Congo francs, um, and, and they're getting in exchange real gold. And so France is exploiting the heck out of these developing nations, and this reparations thing that's going out is going to help China, so does the Paris Accord and all these other things but the um the it's it the money that's being given anywhere anytime you give money uh into and inject money into the uh into the spending uh, part, you increase demand without increasing productivity. That's always going to lead to inflation because the money, when it goes into Ukraine, is going then back into the military industrial complex and somebody's getting rich off of that and they're going to take their wealth, their newfound wealth, they're going to buy boats and cars and houses and that's going to jack up demand on product that's going to ultimately cause inflation. So, no matter how you slice it, you know, the money is getting injected into the world, and it's 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 increasing the supply of money, which puts pressure on supply chains.
0: Absolutely. Well, I think it was uh, Friedman, Milton Friedman, who talked about this. Yeah. Inflation is always and everywhere a monetary phenomenon. Clearly, it has to come through. It may take years to really filter through the economy. Yes. I know banks hold some of this money and eventually can release it, but it becomes— it diminishes the value of the dollar. Look at look at a dollar, you know, from 1913 at the formation of the Fed versus, say, whatever the equivalent of the dollar in gold was, right? Or, you know, whatever unit you want right. to use. But you can take, you know, an ounce of gold versus the equivalent in dollars and see what they both buy today. And you'll see the difference. And, yeah, I mean, if you look at Ukraine, and this goes to the humanitarian aspect as well, I mean, they're calling up guys now who are 55 and over. And the neocons in this country are perfectly okay. That is, they're bringing 55-year-old and over to fight, allegedly, in this war. Now, I don't know if they're really doing that, if they're using NATO troops in disguise. That's some, you know, some uh, allegation they're, quote, sheep-dipping guys who are maybe Polish troops right. or other NATO troops, which, you know, shouldn't be going on, but they don't want to have a NATO versus Russia war uh, right, directly. Right, 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 But maybe, so maybe they're not actually taking these guys in. But there's there's a call-up of over 60-year-olds. How are these guys supposed to fight? I mean, right? If you listen to Colonel Douglas McGregor, uh, was in the Trump administration as well, and was, was heavily was uh, I think tank I think he was a tank uh, commander, or tank uh, uh, sort of controlled the tank uh, operations in, in the Gulf War, War. I
2: actually just spoke Under to War Douglas God. McGregor last yeah, week. Yeah, we and, actually
3: know him. Yeah. And uh,
2: and uh, oh, okay. frankly, he's a bit of a weirdo. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. that
3: doesn't dispute your yeah. point. Go ahead.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, that, I didn't hear that interview. Okay? Yeah, but, no, you know, he's, when I when he's, I, he, he's a weird he's, saying, he's a weird dude. I, trust me. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, you know, I, I, I what I what he's saying though is that um, the death rate could be as high as the eight to one. That is, eight Ukrainians for every one Russian. I suspect it might be even higher. But let, let's say it's eight to one or seven to one. That's a that's a horrific death rate to have to deal with, especially when you're a much smaller country. And again, NATO is okay with it. It's really wrong, because what's going to happen in the end, the longer this goes on, the more territory the Russians are likely to take, and that may extend all the way to Transnistria. You may ironically make them stronger. I know they're trying to degrade them, but they may get stronger by adding a lot of population, but also a lot of resources that are in eastern Ukraine, as well as the whole coastline, as well as the the port terminal of Odessa. This is going to backfire, and it's, it's okay for us, because we figure, well, we're getting a freebie. It, it, right. Some of us figure that you know the, the neocons do. It's really wrong, and we're spending money. Yeah. It's just, honestly it's no, a and that's money. why
2: that's why what Candace Owens say, is saying. We need we need open books. We need to see exactly where the money's going. Every last cent.
0: Well, well yeah. Well, you're right. But the Sam Bankster fraud gave so much money. I mean, he sprinkled the money all over Congress. Yeah. And, you know, you well, heard that, that that quote on Tucker with uh, with Ro Khanna trying to tell uh, yeah, I uh, did. Duffy, the C and e Yeah, he, and Duffy called him a fraud from the yeah. go And yeah. Ro Khanna's still defending the guy right. in Congress a few months ago. Right. You know, this is, this is what we're dealing with.
2: Well, we got to go. But happy Thanksgiving. Have Thank a great you. break. You too. Bye. All right. Take care. You too, guys. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the Scott Adams Show. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in uh, today. And I want want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving and a great uh, little bit of time off. Yes. Uh, Enjoy the fam.
3: (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Enjoy the fam. And uh, my uh, review of the book about Arthur Miller will be um, posted this weekend. It got delayed because they thought it would be good reading Fair for Thanksgiving. All right. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Um, and ch- Yeah, the review will be on spectator.org.
2: All right. And be sure to check out magapack.org. Make a donation if you can. Use Red State as your promo code over at MyPillow. And we'll see you next time on the radio. Bye-bye, everybody.
5: kids up to